A Street Fighter code. We might have to excise oh. bits of this, but it's long. But the Street Fighter code. <laughs> Definitely gotta read the start of it at least. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, tell, please. Read the Street Fighter code. In Dan Brown's novel, The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, continue. Oh, we're going on from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 10-minute read. <laughs> oh, uh, better than the Da Vinci Code. Uh, <laughs> the protagonist, Robert Langdon, must follow a cryptic set of clues to discover the secrets of the enigmatic Prairie of Sion and solve the mystery regarding the murderer of a French art curator. He ends up finding out that there's a whole worldwide treasure hunt for an object that has eluded mankind for centuries. It's it's the whole it's the Holy Grail. Oh. Uh, as the world-renowned symbologist closes in on the truth, he faces the wrath of several organizations that want to bring his investigation to an end, and entities who want to bring him and his associates to an end as well. You know, Stephen Main. You know, actually, there's, there's a, there's, there's. I have a theory that can be made that Stephen Main is most like the character of Robert Langdon, who is a character who just casually relates things based on <laughs> words sounding kind of similar, and then he jumps to conclusions that are ultimately proven right because the book is written by Dan Brown. Stephen Main, uh, Street Fighter expert, symbologist, event hubs contributor. <laughs> In Street Fighter, we haven't really seen anything along the lines of a long-standing grail quest. Hmm. Yes, we've had the Illuminati since Street Fighter 3, but their intentions have been science-focused, considering all of the experiments they've created. Necro and Twelve being just two of their creations. I imagine there's at least 11 more. Mm-hmm. Frank, you sounded like you wanted to talk about Necro and Twelve. I mean, I like, I like Necro. Necro's a good character. <laughs> I just think he's neat. <laughs> I just think Necro's a neat guy. You just got stretchy limbs. You, you were just excited people. to see the word necro. Yeah, it's just like there's necro. <laughs> you just excited to wow. see the word n- necron. <laughs> I just see necro, and I think about necro, and I'm like, eh, neat. Shadowloo has a similar mode of operation in the experiments department, creating everything from dolls to the psycho drive to the black moons. Both the Illuminati and Shadowloo have the same goal. Conquering the world, and they'll stop at nothing to achieve it. With the addition of G in Street Fighter V, there's a possible <laughs> third faction that will uh. soon be involved. Mm-hmm. With G's design heavily inspired by Freemason imagery, it's likely this faction will be some sort of XP of that organization. God damn it! There's a fucking <laughs> word again! Fucking <laughs> TV tropes. Don't read ahead. 
<laughs> you already mentioned it before. That's true. In other words, there's probably going to be a standoff between the Freemasons, the Illuminati, and Shadowloo. And these are just the antagonists. There are, f- there are factions fighting for good, like the Kanzaki Z- Zaibatsu and the United States Air Force. Oh, uh-huh. You could also potentially throw in Ken Masters' own financial contributions to the mix. Uh, Ken, who became, like, like a tech billionaire or some shit. I think it was just always his family was rich. However, became a tech billionaire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. However, it's unclear just how involved these characters or or these groups are willing to go. Garen Zaibatsu seems to be prepared for just about anything. Most important character. (laughs) Most important character. Oh, oh, we've we've named like six, six groups here, including. Ken, but no, we have to put Karen in here. But Karen's is the most important. Mm-hmm. Karen is super important because I don't because I it's the only thing I can latch my hopes for a future plot on. So look, it's the only thing I can count on not being blatantly proven false because who the fuck is ever going to come back and care about Karen? <laughs> uh. By the way, this one is long if you do want to tag out, because I, I don't think I can excise any of it. It's it's pretty solid to me. <laughs> uh, uh, Karen Zaibatsu seems to prepare for just about anything, but the Air Force has already shown to be infiltrated by Shadowloo, which tells me Karen is on her own when it comes to financing any sort of response to the three cabals that Karen want to take over the world. Again. <laughs> it's all on Karen, this character that is somehow the main protagonist in your head. And judging by Shadowloo's actions in Alpha 3, they may also want to take her Zaibatsu away from her as well. (gasps) But how will she do the ultimate good? (laughs) With multiple... Without her her protected business conglomerate. (laughs) Maybe I should be clear here. Karen Kanzaki is like a... A, a rich teen with like curls and she oh, likes tea and she does the Ojo laugh. Yeah, she's, she's got that's she's blonde, she's got drill hair, she does the laugh. She's yeah. she's just that character. You know that character. Yeah. You yeah. know that character. <laughs> it's I don't know. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, so I guess you have a picture in your head. At this point she's been around long enough. <laughs> yeah. Look, after she gets done saving humanity by moving them to the moon, she's gonna <laughs> kick his balls. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> bully Utena. Like <laughs> And like and like, you know, he's gonna he's 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 into that. He just wants a hottie la- he just wants a hottie rich girl to kick him the balls. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that this guy wants to fuck her. Hmm. Wild assertion, I know, but... Yeah, no, there's an undertone... Analyzing his post, there's an undertone of constant horniness (laughs) that is rarely addressed directly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it all comes back to G. Mm -hmm. The G spot. The the, the horniest of Abraham Lincolns. (laughs) Uh, With multiple institutions fighting for control of the Earth... 
The stakes are as high as they've ever been in the Street Fighter universe. But only as high. <laughs> as as high as they've ever been, such as Street Fighter 2 when they were just kind of like fighting a tournament or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> However, while conquering the planet would be the end result, it may not be the ultimate focus. As Gil has stated, he wants to unify people towards Utopia. G wants to unify people under the banner of... Okay, now you haven't gotten around to here. G wants to unify people under the banner of Pangea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, G wants to unify everybody, I guess. And so that means that he wants to unify the continents. Also. But maybe only metaphorically. Bison outright states, he's beyond conquering the Earth. <laughs> and then we have some screenshots here that establish... The <laughs> that do establish, yes, the entire world will be in Lord Bison's hand. Oh, I'm beyond that. <laughs> a very serious line that we have to think a lot about. Mm. The first line said by a guy who might as well be a thin man out of XCOM. Just... <laughs> <laughs> That's Fong. He's great. Everyone hates him. They're wrong. It is. I remember only because he's really weird. Mm -hmm. He's really weirdly proportioned. And that's saying something for a game that has Dalsim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is the possible end focus? If both the Illuminati and the Freemasons involved. Mm -hmm. If if both the Illuminati and the Freemasons involved. Mm -hmm. It would make sense. That the entire focus would be on the Holy Grail itself. That thing that has never been mentioned in Street Fighter 1. Sure, yeah, of course. Mm. If we can... Getting, you know that the Illuminati, the Freemasons, and Pangea are all involved in this. You are, you're a, you are a fool to stand in the way of progress. So, the, the whole... <laughs> our premise here is that the Holy Grail is the goal, because the Freemasons are involved, as implied by the design of G... And yeah. the Illuminati are involved because they were actually involved in Street Fighter 3, a 15-year-old yes. video game. That yes. was not originally a Street Fighter game, as long as we're just listing out facts. <laughs> it was made a Street Fighter game late into development, so... Yeah, originally it was Star Fox Adventures. <laughs> Capcom's been playing it all along, man. Don't know what to tell you. We can tell this not just from the real-world stories of the Priory of Scion <laughs> and the Knights Templar. And, oh, and the real-world stories of M. Bison. <laughs> <laughs> but within Street Fighter itself, there's one character especially that leads to this ultimate conclusion. Colin? Colin? Co I think it's Colin. Colin? 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 I don't know. She's a, she's introduced in Street Fighter Five, and I didn't really play that. Yeah, not really, no. Uh, that game came out, and it was kind of shit, and I kind of just yeah. let it be. And I know it got better. I know it got better. And I trust that when people say it got better, that eventually did. I didn't need to. Colin is... You could have stopped this guy. Colin is, is a, uh, an underling for the Illuminati and works for Gil because he's the head of the Illuminati. That's what I... That, there, you know... You know it. Oh boy, though, please tell me 
Mm-hmm. Please tell me about Colin. Mm-hmm. As I was looking through Udon Entertainment's How to Make Capcom Fighting Game Characters, I remember reading somewhere. I believe it was TV Tropes. <laughs> about just how sexually charged the Street Fighter series is. Yeah, okay, it was TV Tropes. That's definitely what you read there, because they can't fucking stop talking in internet horny speak when they're doing what they're allegedly supposed to be doing. From the half-naked characters, to their alternate costumes, to the fan service and questioning of sexualities left and right. That's... Street Fighter has some of the strongest sexual undertones of any game ever made. The... That's oh not true. Just... That's not true about fighting games. Uh, this, that's, that's, that's just like fucking Robert Langdon in the fucking Da Vinci Code where he talks about the, the Little Mermaid. <laughs> the Little Mermaid, the Disney film, is the most, like, symbolic, symbol, symbolically packed, like, evidence for the divine feminine being masked by the Catholic Church or something. Like, sorry. There are hornier Capcom fighting games. Like, we don't need to. <laughs> the game is basically a giant metaphor for sex and all of its consequences, both good Whoa. and bad. <laughs> the developers oh, must have understood yeah. this. Mm -hmm. There's one thing. There's one thing I think of when I think of Ryu. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is. This is a metaphor for sex and all of its consequences. <laughs> Not, this is a guy who beats people up and then just leaves so he can beat more people up. Yeah, Ryu is one of the least sexual characters ever made. Least sex-having of all time. Uh, and would you say, like, most sex-having would be, like, Blanca or... <laughs> Gets lonely in the jungle. The, the developers must have understood this. Because when it came to Colin, they were about to leave no doubt whatsoever about their intentions. And then we got a bunch of screenshots from, like, you know, their the, the book, the character. Design. Very like, early concept like art. Yeah. You can see the shadow of his phone taking these pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is. Or is that the shadow of someone else's phone in the sea? <laughs> or is that the shadow <gasps> Okay, I just saw another screenshot, and I'm, how the fuck are we getting here? Okay. Uh. Enforces religious faith by doing harm to her own body. Keeps self in bondage. Here's a medieval version. Uh, yeah, prostitute ex-nun, shackles on neck and ankles, sinner iconography, old world prostitute concept, religious tattoos. That's, that's all the notes. That's all the notes that are put around this concept art for a uh, colon no no i like yeah, to this be clear one. face tattoo religious looking robe no good <laughs> <laughs> she um colon in the final game is sort of ice skater themed <laughs> oh and wears like a russian hat and like a full-on winter coat 
and has ice powers. So not this. Fair, not, uh, you come up with a lot of character designs when you're just trying to mm-hmm. shit some stuff out. They were going to design Colin as a prostitute. More so, they were going to make her a masochistic, quote, reformed character who practiced self-harm to ensure her purity and loyalty to the Illuminati. Yeah, because they were beating off to the idea while they drew her. In other words, they were going full, like a prayer, Madonna. And then we have a screenshot of the music video of Madonna. <laughs> who famously has been lusted after by M. Bison, the real person. Uh, they ended up making Colin an ex-soldier, but it's pretty clear who Colin is supposed to represent. <laughs> oh, Gil, the dark messiah of the Illuminati, was inspired by Jesus Christ, thus well, making Colin well. his Mary Magdalene. <laughs> now, <laughs> now here's where things start getting interesting. Oh, fucking finally! <laughs> In the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> As well as the book it was based on, Holy Blood, Holy Grail. It is revealed that the Holy Grail was not a cup, as it is often portrayed, but was a representation of the sacred feminine, a concept concept adopted by pagan pagan religions, as they were eventually (laughs) oppressed by soldiers of Christianity. In other words, the Holy Grail was actually the remains of a woman, and the Grail was actually her womb. Um. Why is this, you may ask? Because her womb held the seed of Christ. Oh no, when I asked that, I meant why is this whole post, but... (laughs) Yeah, how did we get here? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) The Holy Grail was Mary Magdalene who copulated with Jesus and bore a child. This was the big secret that the Catholic Church was trying to hide in the Da Vinci Code, a fictional book. A fictional book, I have to remind you, that is fictional. (laughs) A fictional book that is demonstrably fictional and stupid at every turn. To learn that Jesus had a child would cause a crisis of faith the likes of which the church would have never seen, and so, to keep power and the status quo alive, they had to find and eliminate the Holy Grail and any witnesses. And that's why it ends by them not revealing what the Holy Grail is anyway. So, so what does this have to do with any of the shit that I've been taught? Colon, I'm sorry, colon. (laughs) Well... Colin, being modeled after Mary Magdalene, would be in a position to be Street Fighter's version of the Holy Grail. Of course. She is the companion of a man modeled after Jesus Christ, and is a staunch and loyal supporter of his goals and ideas. However, she's like a virgin touched for the very first time! (laughs) However, Gil... Being labeled as the Dark Messiah means he is an inverted version of Jesus. Oh, so it's down arrow, up arrow. (laughs) Well, he claims to have mankind's best interest at heart. 
his methods are not very Christian. Kidnapping, oh, no. murder, scientific experimentation are at the heart of the Illuminati, which Gil not only allows, but encourages. It's the reason why Necro hates him. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Necro looking upset. <laughs> and it's gigantic. <laughs> it's very large. I don't think he knows how to resize things on WordPress. Every picture is the size. So... <laughs> With Gil as the <laughs> it sure does. With Gil as the dark messiah, and by association a quote false prophet, then Colin's standing would be as a dark or false holy grail. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna use Necro's here, Frank. I know how yeah. much you love Necro. Oh, that's true. So tag off. Yeah. In other yeah, words, you got, you got, yeah, not mm -hmm. involved. I, I was already planning on skipping a big part of the next section, so that's handy. In other words, Colin, while outwardly being Street Fighters, Fighters Mary Magdalene, is not the true Holy Grail of the game. So who is? <laughs> Someone has to be, because I've already established that this is kind of like the Da Vinci Code, maybe. So someone has to be the Holy Grail. But who? Well, before we can figure this out, we have to examine another part of the Holy Grail story. It turns out that there is a guardian of the Holy Grail who keeps watch over it. The Fisher King. Link to Wikipedia's page on the Fisher King. The story of the Fisher King varies on what mythology you would look at. Sometimes there's a single man in a boat. Sometimes there are two men, a father and a son. There are common things among these stories, however. And then I'm going to excise a big portion here. We list four traits that the Fisher King has. We bring up the fact that Tom, a friend of Street Fighter character Alex, could be the Fisher King because <laughs> he looks like John Reno. Because he looks like John Reno! Who played... <sighs> One of the most incredible, if incoincidental, details about Tom is that he was originally modeled after French actor Jean Reno, who inspired the character Bezufash in The Da Vinci Code, who ended up playing the character in the Ron Howard movie. What? But he's a... He's a white guy. He's got, like, short black hair. He's... I mean, he does look like Jean Reno, but... I mean... Sure, but in the way that we're human beings and we can make that work. <laughs> and if Tom is the Fisher King, then that means the Holy Grail is his daughter, Patricia. There's a few problems with this, however. First, Patricia has very little character depth. She's... <laughs> That does. That seems like a problem. Yeah, it seems like a problem that I'm sure you are very concerned with. She's said to be a good friend of Alex, but not much else is known about her story-wise, outside of the idea that she makes Alex sandwiches in his Street Fighter V story mode. Also, in Alex's story, there's a possible hint by the designers that Patricia is the Holy Grail, as the big yellow mark on his shirt does vaguely resemble the cup version of the Holy Grail. It it's an anvil. It's an it's anvil. A, it's an it's, anvil it's, because it's, he's a mechanic. It's, it's an anvil because he's a mechanic. I can't like it's so clearly an anvil. It's very hard if it's to tell if it's meant to be a logo or simply sweater grease from him working on his truck. It's an, it's anvil. an anvil. It's an anvil. It's, it's an anvil. He's holding a wrench. He's working on a car. It's an anvil. It's very really. It's this is some the fucking. <laughs> Also, this, his, is, uh, this is something Wiley e. Coyote takes out of a box. It's an anvil. 
Can I just also say that this guy's head erupts from his oh, from his trunk like This a... is a giant <laughs> man. Yeah, Alex is very large. Yeah, but like his head juts just juts straight out like he's part giraffe. Mm-hmm. This yeah, guy's neck has the... a neck. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that the Street Street Fighter V had a lot of drawings throughout its story mode, but because they were all added after the fact, I don't think they had a lot of time to spend on any individual drawing. (laughs) So uh, I just think they all look like that. (laughs) More so, Tom has been redesigned as a Street Fighter V, losing his striking resemblance to Jean Reno in the process. While this appears to be simply cosmetic, it actually severs the link between Tom, the link between Tom and the Holy Grail story, with no! the Da Vinci Code being the link between them. Without John Reno, the link can't exist. If the only thing tying them together is a character design that changes, there is no link. It was Jesus. Well, there's no link anymore. Yeah, because it changed. No, there never was. You shit. No, there almost was, and then there wasn't. Yeah. So. Again, I really only went on this fucking huge shaggy dog story about Tom to tell you it's not Tom. Because some of you probably thought it was, you idiots. Yeah, this has been well, this I has mean, been like really three like, or four pages scrolling down to, no, to mean, get yeah. to the really point of saying to, no. <laughs> really what he's trying to establish is is that no, you see, I did my homework. This is rigor. This is academic rigor. I have mm-hmm. gone through other options. And I have discovered why they didn't work. Yes. This brings us to our second candidate for the Fisher King, and the most likely one. You have to subscribe to a certain Street Fighter theory to believe it. Oh, which one? But I I do, because I subscribe to all of them. (laughs) Most of them I made up myself. But if you do, then you begin to see how this candidate can be Street Fighter's version of the legend. The most likely person to be the Fisher King is... It's Dorai. Oh, it's Dorai. Dorai is everyone clapped. Dorai is Chun. Dorai is Chun Li's dad. Oh, and he died or vanished. He vanished mysteriously. Well, but really, he fucking Shadow Lu killed him. That's the. Story. I think that actually we have a different idea. Mm, sorry. Um, that's what I used to believe, but now I'm going to read this and change my mind. You're right. The whereabouts of Dorai is one of the biggest questions that remain unanswered in the story of Street Fighter. Nope, everybody says he died. <laughs> Super obvious. Chun-Li's entire motivation is avenging his death. That's even her... That's, that's and has been motivation. for a long time. That's, yeah. they, that's, something that's, that's something that's so cemented that, that that's the motivation in the fucking live action movie. Like, mm-hmm. they get that one right. <laughs> yeah. One theory that has been bounced around the fandom is that Dorai was turned into Q. Yeah, that bounced around the fandom. The fandom of my blog. Me. (laughs) Bounced around in my head. Something that Udon alluded to in one of their comics, and a theory I've touched upon in previous articles. If Dorai is Q, then it's easy to see how he fits the Fisher King motif. He is gravely injured and rendered at least partially immobile, if Q's gait is any indication. Even though he was likely being mind-controlled, his presence alone would qualify as, even though he's incapable of protecting the Holy Grail at the moment, he was able to teach the Holy Grail to protect itself. That's right. The true Holy Grail is Chun-Li. Picture of Chun-Li, and also Chun-Li's knee. Mm -hmm. Chun-Li's knee, Chun-Li's head, and Chun-Li's tits. Yep. 
If you've been following my blog from the beginning, this should come yeah, as no you surprise. Been. And if you mm-hmm. haven't, then I suggest you go back and read. Uh, but I will not link it. You're gonna have to ask. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, as I talked about Chun Li's uniqueness to the Street Fighter's plot in 2019, she is the center of the Street Fighter universe. All major things in the story affect her, either directly or indirectly. Every other major character, from Ryu to Kami to Bison to Akuma, affects her plot in some way. As such, the idea of Chun-Li being a much more complex character than what she's normally portrayed as shouldn't be a shock to anyone. Being the first lady of fighting games, she has the most plot relevance of any character in the series. What? People people have called her that because, like, she kind of has been the deuterogonist of the Street Fighter games. She's been in every one. I I, I get it. I just, I I needed to, I, look... After I have thing, actually I heard that. To make yes. sure that that was something that was said, or if it was just something he was saying. No, I have actually heard that phrase used. Okay. Um, she has the most plot relevance of any character in the series, enough that an entire game could revolve around just her story and be both familiar and incredibly nuanced. Link to a post about it. I did link it. I just had to preface it first. Turtle. It's called the Goddess of Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And and. This also is the same justification I use for why Sub-Zero is the most important character <laughs> in fighting games. In, in Street Fighter, you mean? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> in my research for this theory, I discovered a few things that fit into the Street Fighter narrative quite well. Oh. For example, the idea of Colin being such a loyal follower of the Illuminati that she did self-mutilation doesn't just tie her to Mary Magdalene, but also to Silas from the Da Vinci Code. An assassin monk... The guy who wants to kill the Grail, or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, but he's in it. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, that's true. He He is in the story, you're right. An assassin monk who is loyal to the antagonist bishop Aaron Garosa, and who kills several people throughout the story. Also... Well, he tries to kill more, but he's laughably incompetent, so... Also, Dorai's name ties into my previous theory on Chun-Li's connection with the Ple- Pleiades, as seen in the Japanese kanji for his name, two kanji. Uh, <laughs> the second what, symbol... Frank, you, can, hmm? you can't just, like, pronounce those the same way you can pronounce no. a face? <laughs> no, I can't. Actually, I can't pronounce kanji. It's weird. The second symbol, Rai, can also be translated as Subaru, the Japanese name of, of the Pleiades. Torai's name also has another indirect connection with the Fisher King, as his name actually translates to King in Hindi. Oh, well then! Which is a thing they were definitely planning when they named him probably this in is, Street Fighter Alpha. <laughs> this, is, this is all such Da Vinci Code level shit. It really is a perfect comparison. It not really because it, it makes any not because it makes any sense for Street Fighter, but because it's everything that this guy does. So of course he fucking loves it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Robert Langdon stole his personal Brown hero. Taught him how to do this. <laughs> However, there was one piece of research I knew I had to expound on, one that affects the fighting game community as a Bet whole. Bet it doesn't. Co- Bet it fucking co- doesn't. It does coincidental or not, is important enough that it could change the way you see the fighting game community on a meta level. So even if this isn't real, it's gonna fucking blow your mind. It (laughs) It could could blow your mind. Yeah, he has so many weasels. 
While researching this theory, I stumbled upon a story that led me to create what you see above. It's a legend that is known in Japan and among the devout, but it was the first time I had ever heard of it. The story goes that Jesus did not die on the cross, but instead fled through Russia and Siberia and made his way to Japan, where he became a rice farmer and lived to the age of 114. Link to Jesus Bloodline section Jesus in Japan wiki page. <laughs> oh boy. The BBDC did a story on this legend back in 2006. It is said that in the Aomori Prefecture, in the village of Shingo, Jesus was buried in a place that is a popular tourist attraction for Christians today, Christo no Haka, a.k.a. Christ's Tomb. While the real-world final resting place of Jesus can be debated, it could be that Capcom used this legend as inspiration for Colin's character in Street Fighter V. Jesus passing... Jesus passing through the areas that would be known as Russia and Siberia and leaving progeny there, with both Colin and Chun-Li being his descendants, and one going down a dark path and one going down a righteous path, would make for an incredible revelation in the story of Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty fucking wild if I was playing Street Fighter and someone was like, Chun-Li, you're the descendant of Jesus. That'd be pretty crazy. Which just makes her Sophie from the fucking book. I, I would be like, hey, what the fuck? Who who got in charge of Street Fighter? When the fuck did this happen? When did, <laughs> when did my Wonder Bread turn into this shit? <laughs> However, there was something else closer to the FGC's heart. Shingo is only about 50 miles away from Aomori, the town which Aomori Prefecture is named after. A young boy was born there in 1981. Beginning at the turn of the century, this boy would undergo a transformation from boy to man to beast. A person who has become known among the fighting game community as a messianic figure and one of gaming's greatest legends. It's Daigo Umehara. Fuck off. Go, Go fuck yourself. You have to admit only about that Shingo is only about 50 miles away from Aomori. Yeah. yeah, it would be pretty fucking wild if all of a sudden we discovered that Daigo was Jesus Christ's descendant. Yeah, that, I guess that would shake the core of the FGC. <laughs> For those who don't know, Daigo Umehara is probably the most winningest fighting game player of all time. So, he's he's notable. <laughs> he's, I guess, also potentially a candidate for Jesus Christ ascending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps he has risen again. Perhaps Capcom did some research into his birthplace, found the Christ tomb story, and adapted it for their games. No. You know, while they were while they were busy researching my work as well. <laughs> However, you look at it, one thing is for sure. Whether it's Daigo, Gil, Colin, or Chun-Li, the story of Jesus and the Holy Grail is a part of Street Fighter and the FGC. No, no. <laughs> There's, I can look at it a lot of ways and say no. <laughs> well, that's the one thing that's for sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> the deeper we look, the more we find. And the more we find brings us one step closer to deciphering the Street Fighter code. <laughs> Oh, also, okay. only about 50 miles away. Like, that's, especially for Japan, that's far. Like, <laughs> Japan's not as big as the US. That's that's a fucking while. That's a big gap. Okay, so I definitely do think, I think, I definitely think that this guy 
as one of those, as a sort of deflection tactic. I think that the last paragraph is always, the, even for him, the crazy one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a deflection. I don't think that he, I don't, I'm not saying that I think that he doesn't think this to some extent. I think he does. He doesn't want us to think that he thinks this. Mm. No, it's, it's yes, definitely can... the part where you look at it and you're like, ah, this has been a shitpost oh, the entire you time. Oh, got me! You got a lot me! Of his... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. A lot of his more boring posts end with, um, or maybe this isn't all true and the truth is even crazier, but I think it's probably at least partially true, but maybe it's not. Like, a lot of his more boring posts that I didn't consider putting in do end like, in fact, yeah. he specifically says all bets are off a lot. He says, means, he says in a lot of posts. Honestly, that just means that he sucks even more because he's like, it's just a mealy mouth approach to like, I don't mm-hmm. know, I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm applying some sort of literary theory, except I don't know what that is and I never learned it. Also, I'm looking up, you know, jury looking like a fucking maniac in a Santa bikini. Yeah. And like, I'm thinking like, why would they draw this? Yeah. <laughs>